Yo, this is Hanging with Apes, an Audio Apes podcast. Real talk, real topics, no limits. Audio Apes, music with no boundaries. Yo, what's up everybody? I'm K-Cartoon. I'm Rx Phonics. We are the Audio Apes and you are officially Hanging with Apes, a weekly podcast that we put out on Tuesdays where we discuss trending topics and current news with a philosophical and comedic flair. And our take on it, two guys from the south side of Chicago. Like always, check us out at HangingWithApes.com and AudioApesMusic.com. Follow us on Twitter at HangingWithApes. Follow us on Twitter at AudioApes. Now, you know the part where I say two guys from the south side of Chicago? Well, that's a little different today because we got a lot of guys from more than just the south side of Chicago. We have our beloved group member, DC the Great. Yo, yo, DC the Great. We have our beloved engineer, Cruise, XL Cruise. What's up, guys? Schomburg, Roselle. And we have our Northwest beloved suburbs. <laughs> videographer, Attila. What up, what up? So this is like a, like a family reunion. And as we're getting ready to uh, prep for our new release, Till It Hurts, where we, we brought everybody that kind of played a role in it. Well, not everybody, but a, a good a good majority of people who played a role in getting that song and video created um yeah so you know how every week we've been saying that we got something cooking up that's what we got cooking up we got a documentary to go along with the video that goes along with the song so it's gonna be a whole rollout a whole to do so um thoughts just anybody jump in what what are your thoughts on, when you think of till it hurts what do you think of like what do, you know what i'm saying the song the video what what, what strikes you i think of uh when I think of Till It Hurts, I think of something like, well, based off my experience with the song and the video, <laughs> it's just way different than what what uh, what what we're used to seeing in the music video and in the song. So uniqueness is what I think of. Very unique. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Till It Hurts. Great ass song, baby. That's all I got. There you go. <laughs> Enough said. Strong work. To, to be honest, when I think when I when someone says till it hurts, I think of my name, and someone saying that I'm hurting or something. Till it hurts. Yeah. When, <laughs> I, when, I, when I, he's in so much pain, <laughs> right? When they you made guys a song first, about him. Yeah. When you guys first told me about this, I'm like, what do you mean? It's like, like a, it was like a tribute. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, sneaked us. Yeah. Right. We threw some shots at you. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay. You still hurting? That's how I wanted you guys to react. <laughs> how about you, Cruz? Uh, well, actually, yeah. Literally, the first thing I think of is Tilla. Yeah. And then after I get that <laughs> past my mind, then um, I think now when you mentioned it, maybe it's just because it's recent, I think of Derrick Rose. Oh, wow. Like, literally, he plays Till It Hurts. and he still breaks. Tr- yeah, and he's yeah. still trying Jesus to play. Christ. That could be a good and, thing or a bad thing. You know, it's kind of sad. I've never seen an athlete... <clears throat> play so hard and get injured so much rehab come back trying to do the same stuff that he does and he does it get hurt again and just keep keep repeating that process like that that's gotta be shout out to Derrick Rose yeah I I think all that shit he don't want to play ball no more yeah and like that, that he, was really he, he was considering like his place in the NBA like oh yeah he yeah. was like, two three weeks ago yeah, yeah. No. that's hard like that's on your up. brain to keep experiencing that yeah. yeah to be honest that's really what this whole song is about is uh, is Derrick Rose and uh, how we feel like you know obviously you always <laughs> nah. got to work till it hurts so 
No. Shout out to Dirk Rose. <laughs> no, it's not. Nah, nah. This song has nothing to do with people hurting themselves at all. No. <laughs> what does the song, uh, I mean, come from you guys who wrote the song with me? What do you guys, uh, what would you guys want people to kind of get out of the song? Um, I think I want people to get the idea that, that you know, you you work towards something positive like you work towards something good you you put in the work for it and and you know sometimes it, it hurts and you know but the you reap the benefits and you're that much better for it you're that much better off for it so it's it's definitely a positive song like yeah. i mean it's not like gimmicky or anything but it's it yeah. has like a, a good message to it yeah i want people to to get the the uniqueness out of the song. I want people to appreciate the fact that they're going to hear this song, they're going to see the video, and they're going to say, there's nothing like this out right now. There's nothing like... I I can honestly say, like, no bias, I guess. I've never heard a song like Till It Hurts. No. If, even if it wasn't from us. Mm. If, if I heard Till It Hurts on the radio, that would, mm. like, fucking stand out because I've never heard anything like it. So I want people to get that same... Um, feeling and reaction from the song. Yeah. Now, now, do you guys think that like that does us a disservice now? Like, because obviously, like we like it, and anybody that likes good lyrics, good music, I feel will like the song. But with the current climate of music, do you think that? Because we're gonna be us regardless. Yeah. So yeah. it doesn't. We're not thinking about oh, well, is now the right time or whatever. We're gonna <laughs> be us regardless. But just kind of. Like objectively speaking, do, how do you think like that'll fare in 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 the, today's climate? How I think it'll fare? Um, we're gonna stand out more now than we would have before when we first started rapping. Uh, will that be a positive or negative? That at that point, I really don't care, and that that kind of comes from the whole like we're gonna do us, right. and the people that like our music are gonna like it, and the people that don't don't. So at that point. You know, I feel that, you know, I'm going to stay doing this type of music with you guys and, and do the, the style of music that we do. Um, it is different. Um, I feel now it's just a lot more laid back. And, and I mean, most rappers now that are rapping, it's just really like popping pills and doing this and doing that. We're not on that. So that I don't know if that's going to translate well or not. And, and, and then the rappers that are coming out that, that, that have been doing good, well, that's good too, you know. Kanye and Jay Z and 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 you know, Kendrick and J Cole and Ti, they do their music, you know, right. and and they have their lane, and and they're still they still have a market, right? So so that's I feel like, and, and how about day, this? Mm-hmm. Let's like not even name the big guys. What about the the Joyner Lucases, the yeah. you know the Hobsons, the MGKs, the uh, you know all of these guys who are like not no, the top tier mm-hmm. rappers. But these guys still have their own lane. They have their own market. They have their own fan base. They have their own following. And all of these guys sound different. You know what I mean? So and they're ha- you know they're happy. You could tell that that's you know, right. That's cool. what they do. What they want to yeah. do. Now, since you brought up Joyner Lucas, because this is like a, a, a subject that I wanted to talk about. Eminem's new single, Untouchable. You, have you heard it? I have not heard it. You haven't heard it. Okay, you heard it. You guys heard it, right? Taylor Cruz. So we talked about it briefly, like as we were setting up for the podcast. But comparing the two songs, Untouchable, Joyner Lucas, I'm Not a Racist, 
you guys said that you thought joining Lucas's was better. Now, some people will say that that's like sacrilegious, like <laughs> blasphemous. Because <laughs> the subject, well, I, I heard yeah. joining Lucas's. I'm not a racist. What would you think of it? I thought my actual my first thought of that song. <coughs> I saw. I didn't even hear it. I saw the video. Yeah. And I just thought that shit was phenomenal, but. That comes from a guy who understands direction of a video, um, quality, um, you know, perspective, shit like that. So, and it just ha so happens to be that uh, I heard an interview. Jordan Lucas says when he does a song, he's not thinking about the song in a in a rap booth type of way. Right. He's thinking about the video first. Right. So he's thinking about how the direction of the video is gonna go when he's writing it. So I see that when when I saw the when I saw the video and you know obviously the song. I was like, man, this is like a some chronicle shit. You know what I mean? Like, now is that something I like go around bumping in the car? Probably no. not. But no, no. The, like, it's a really good visual. You know what I mean? It's exactly. a really good message, a really good visual. So, you know, I thought yeah. the song was pretty. That's good that you saw. In that. this climate, I thought the song was pretty unique. Yeah. You know, I, I thought it was pretty. I thought it was a cool song. Yeah, the way yeah. he uh, communicated the message. Yeah. Super effective. Mm -hmm. And I know it's super effective because one of my church members who doesn't listen to hip hop uh, noted how she saw she was talking about the video. I knew she was talking about the video because I was the only one that went viral during right. that week. Right. And it's like if someone that doesn't really listen to hip hop ever at all, hears this rap song from a rapper who's not mainstream, right. who's underground and says it was a powerful message, mm -hmm. then that's how you know that. He, communi he communicated whatever his message was very effectively and it got through not even through the rap fans but to casual right. listeners yeah right yeah yeah and and honestly the way he did it man it was so responsible and not gimmicky at all no it wasn't yeah. like, gimmick at not all not gimmicky yeah. at all yeah. like, it was actually like 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 I said when I was watching the video and then I seen the, the the bearded guy, the nigga, I'm like, ooh, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, that's how like, I was. He too. ain't fucking around. Like yeah. he put it, he just put it all out there, and that was mm. pretty dope. Yeah. And then from 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 Jordan Lucas's standpoint, the character that he was playing, mm -hmm. I just felt that it embodied the complicated situation in America when it comes to to, mm. to race and when it comes to that situation. Right. I feel that a lot of people sometimes they they uh, let anger consume them and sometimes in, in in being mad and and wanting to argue your point you kind of fail to realize like where that other person's coming from yeah. and and in any relationship that you're in really in life uh think think back and then look at when you've argued with someone and then you kind of felt bad because you started looking at things their way you know of course that might not mean that they're right or or i'm right or but what i'm saying is you find better solutions when when you're kind of thinking in that mode like oh damn like you know i see i see where you're coming from i see where they're coming from and i felt that 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 was uh embodied perfectly eminem did not do that in his song because the original question was you said which one which one was better so jordan we, lucas before you guys keep going mm -hmm. so the song with jordan lucas is like the same topic same topic Oh yeah, in the same yeah, in the same topic. Oh, but, almost wow. same concept. God too. damn it. Yeah, almost the same concept. But yeah, actually, damn near the same concept. But Jordan Lucas bodied Eminem. Jordan, come but to the, the, mm -hmm. the only difference, like concept-wise, is that Jordan Lucas spoke of it from a more broad perspective. Yeah. Emin, most of Eminem seemed to like speak of it from the perspective of like police and like suspect 
type of thing. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So it, it's a little bit like more narrow. I see. You know what I'm saying? Jordan, oh, Jordan like, Lucas spoke of it more more broad. Like, right. So it, it, he touched on a lot of different things. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like welfare and all right, of that. Right, right, right. Eminem kind of did too, but it was a little bit different. And, and Eminem's was a lot more... Uh, preachy. Yeah, I felt like it was a lot more preachy. Yeah. And and to me, like uh, it didn't... It didn't do the subject matter justice because, like, and you, we already know Eminem. Eminem is like the king of when he's angry, and you know, like when he raps, he he he's able to embody that in music. But I felt Jordan Lucas's uh, approach was just. Now, how about this? Better. I haven't heard the song, but from what you guys are explaining to me, um, I think, I think we should appreciate that though, because then we'd have a song, which Joyner and Eminem would be kind of saying the same thing so I think we should probably appreciate more that Eminem took a kind of sort of different approach to it because you don't want the, the whole track to be both of them kind of well I mean the whole track itself is a different approach yeah. For, yeah. for Eminem period right yeah but and, and so I, I I don't know like this Eminem rollout for this album I'm not really pleased with it. Like, you, what are your thoughts on uh, the "Walk on Water" song? Like, you guys, you guys heard the that. "Walk on Water" song. I didn't, I didn't really, I didn't really like because it's not the Eminem that I'm used to listening to. You know what I mean? And it's 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 a different. Um, his de- I don't know his 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 delivery is just not as as powerful as it used to be because it used to be where he's experiencing this thing from his childhood to to when he became famous or whatever. And you can feel that, you know what I mean? Like, you can feel that through his music. But with this one, I, you kind of, you don't know what to say. I, I don't know what to say about this one because it feels as if it's not real. It's not genuine. Like, it lacks substance? Yeah. I thought the song was quite genuine, actually. Really? Yeah. yeah I don't know. I, maybe, I, I, I mean, feel... maybe 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 the delivery of the song. Right. But I think the message is quite genuine. And I, and the, I think, yeah, I mean, I, the message, the message, it, it's, it's a powerful message. But the, the way that he delivered it, I, I don't think it's... The song to me does have like a manufactured feel to it. Yeah, it only does. Because yeah, with of the Beyonce? Beyonce. Yeah. Yeah. Well, but but this is the thing. Who like who do we have him put on the track? Like for example, they said Jay kind of coached or you know what I'm saying kind of like told B go ahead you do the song. She, he kind of like talked her into it because yeah. I don't think she was down to do it at first. But you know if you, when you hear her chorus, like who else could have done it that way? Skylar Gray, the one who wrote it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and I, I think mean, she would have fit it better. I, mean, I don't think Skylar Gray has that that choir voice that he was looking for for that song. But like, I think it fits that song. But like when she did yeah. when they did it live on the uh-huh. European, okay, it, did sound it sounded like it oh, been this Gray. is how the song should sound. And, and that yeah, was what okay. my gripe was uh-huh. was was what, what you guys said about being manufactured. I felt it was more like okay, well Beyonce's a big name, put her on. It. Yeah, and it, it it that that portion I didn't. Because the hook isn't bad, but I also felt that the beat was lacking too. Be- and mm-hmm. especially the same performance, they had the violins playing, mm-hmm. and they had it was way more instrumental. And I felt that that suited it better too. I felt that this one, I don't know, it's something about the beat, and I guess maybe they should have added a little bit more, or you know, kind of focused a little bit more on it because uh, it felt kind of empty. Yeah, at, at times. As as far as the chorus goes, I feel like I mean. No one's gonna argue that Beyonce is 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 you know he Beyonce is a better singer than Skylar Gray. Yes, yes. yes. That is but true. like in this in this um I agree with Cruz in this particular song I think Skylar Gray fits more with that with that style of uh, singing. 
Yeah, I definitely could see that. And, and you now, know, we now speaking of, of like, because you said Beyonce being the big name, I'm going to go over the track list for Revival. And I just, what are you, you know, after I go through it, what are your thoughts? Because I have my thoughts just by seeing it, but we're, we're going to go through it. So, track one, Walk on Water featuring Beyonce. Track two, Believe. Three, Chloroseptic featuring Fresher. Untouchable. River. Featuring Ed Sheeran, Remind Me, Intro, Remind Me, Song, Revival, Interlude, Like Home, Featuring Alicia Keys, Bad Husband, Featuring Ex-Ambassadors, Tragic Endings, Featuring Skylar Gray, Framed, Nowhere, Nowhere Fast, Featuring Kalani, Heat, Offended, Need Me, Featuring Pink, in your head, castle, and a rose. I feel like he's going. I, I haven't heard the whole project, but I, I think from ex ambassadors to Pink to Skylar Gray, he's going to that that alt alternative kind of popish maybe mm-hmm. kind of thing going on. Yeah, maybe like the remember I'm, recovery. I'm, that's what I'm feeling yeah. like right. recovery. I, I'm feeling like this. Is Just like from a, the track list, sounds like it might be like a recovery. But I mean, how does that make you feel? <laughs> I, I'm always gonna be, re- be a really big fan of like the fucking, you know, the relapse Eminem. You know, even though that was a horrible time in his life, the way he put that on the fucking CD was cold blooded. Al and like the, the lyrics, the direction, you know, the mood, everything about that album was like cold blooded, like top ten album to me. But like the recovery thing, I I feel like that's more of a gimmick. And yeah. I don't mean like that's how he's being too. phony. I just mean like he's trying to win over everybody. You can't really right. win over everybody when you got a core group of fans. Like it sounds like he genuinely wants to talk about these topics, but then I feel like. But then you put ex ambassadors on the track who you've never worked with, right? Hey, you and know then, what I mean? It's just like and then the production that yeah, you it's, choose. Yeah, it's just like okay. It's like oh, I want to get this positive positivity too, or I want to talk about these subject matters over these type of tracks so it can get to as many people it's as possible. possible. Right. But sometimes doing that, it doesn't make the song effective. No, nah, and you then, know what and makes... then when you put it out there like that, it's like yeah, you you probably, you know, instead of eight million people. 12 million people listen to it right but that tw- like the the other couple million people who wouldn't have heard it anyways because not they're not in your core fan base they wouldn't have gave a fuck no ways like mm. like no matter what you were talking about they weren't going to give a fuck they just probably listened to the song because they heard ex ambassadors was on it right. you know what i mean or whoever else you feature it or pink pink fans don't give a fuck about eminem struggle you know what i mean like yeah. we do but they don't so he could be talking about some some chronicle shit on the on the feature with pink we we might appreciate the lyrics, but then if the beat is not like hardcore hip hop like we wanted, or you know, or, the, or whatever, like if it's not all together, then he's losing core fans to please Pink's fans. Yeah, and then like the message doesn't really deliver well. The album doesn't, the song doesn't deliver well. You know right. what I mean? Because like I said, nobody. Yeah, and that was my problem with Recovery. Recovery was, it was I enjoyed it. Was a, it was a good album, yeah, yeah. but but it was. I could tell, and even he said it in a couple of the songs, like, he kept referencing how people didn't like Relapse. Right. Like, well, did you like it? And and I feel that that's where he's been after Relapse is, uh, I gotta appease people. I gotta. Mm. And, and, then, and then, like, that's why you don't get the Eminem that's gonna talk about 
like like you said it a lot of times k cartoon like you said um this is the perfect climate for the old m&m like the yeah. original to be M&M. slaughtering these guys yeah. and it, it ain't even got nothing to do with he's hating on them because like eminem has come to a point in his career like none of these motherfuckers can match up to that but they, i don't even think they would dare like even if he right. did say something i don't think they would even dare say, say anything and the thing is it's not about hate it's just that we're accustomed to that's what eminem does he looks at society he looks at the culture and whatever's like out of the ordinary he picks at that shit and that's cool because nobody else really does that yeah it's crazy because like if you took how eminem was back then he would take whatever was trending at the time and flipped that into a punchline exactly yes. if you took that eminem then and put it now he would be the most viral rapper yes ever yes yeah. i agree totally like the old eminem if you take on if you take what's going on in the world politically yeah. like the pc culture right mm-hmm. all these rappers the 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 feminist wave right, like right, right. the old Eminem the would be would bask in <laughs> like this would be like uh like an infinite well of of, of material right, yeah. but it's like he's not like utilizing it and 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 so it makes me wonder it, it makes me wonder is it fear you know what I'm saying is it is it like oh well I don't want to deal with the backlash of people like like why not now or you know what I'm saying I, I don't know it's tragic. And and the proof is in the pudding, cause cause if you look at uh, um, I don't know if you guys watch South Park at all. I know you know DC and K Cartoon do, but uh, yeah, like the last two seasons have been like amongst like my favorite. Oh yeah, mm. and it's because they uh, South Park and Eminem. They, that's what they do. They mm. look at society, they make fun of it, and man, the episodes in South Park have just been like so classic. And like if Eminem took that approach, it's like it's right there. It's right there. It's right there. So, so to me, I don't know. It's 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 a sad thing because um, you start looking at it like, man, maybe this guy should retire. You know, like, <laughs> and, and, while he but was this on top. is the thing. The funny thing is with that walk on water track. I feel like that's where he's headed. I don't. I don't know. I don't like. I credit myself to being like one of the greatest Eminem fans ever. You know what I'm talking about? I, he's like out of my top ten. He's like number one on the list. You know what I mean? And like even with the last couple albums that haven't really been like the greatest albums i still put him at the top of the list you know what i mean i just feel like with this shit he might as well just go ahead and call it a rap. i would rather him to see him go out and just be like you know i did what i did yeah. and i and you know, i'm done than to keep trying to put out this kind of music do you think like his mind shifted in terms of developing songs where like before he would take this is what's going on in the world i'm going to use it as material for punchlines to now he's more focused on this is how I'm going to say this word and this is going to rhyme with this word and technically speaking I'm going to stress this word and then stress this word so that it sounds like this because I feel like he sounds more technical now than he's ever been well, yeah. but I think you could do both though he could still do I, both I think you do, but you have a point you, what I think it is though like what, what I think it is honestly like I feel like it's his daughters growing up and mm. being like young women now that like has changed how he approaches things because see they're not rappers and they're not they were not raised in the environment that he was raised in so he probably maybe still deep down in the back of his mind sees the world the same way Mm. but it's like well they're from a different background a different world it's like do i do i talk about this do or or do I express myself the same way? Cause, mm. cause, cause like, and, and reason I think about that is because there's like been a few interviews that I've read of Eminem here and there 
where he mentions like his daughter's getting older and stuff like that. You know, they're about to enter the work field. Yeah. They're about so it's like you got as a dad, I guess you got to kind of account for some of that. And then I seen a, a an interview recently with Jay Z. I don't know if you guys saw it by the New York Times. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was I think the interviewer was Dean Baquette, if I'm not mistaken. It was like a 35 minute interview. I don't know if any of you, if you guys had, were able to see it, but it was awesome. And and Jay Z on there, uh, he he's asked a question along the lines of, how is like your daughter and your well your children's upbringing different than yours? And he says something that's real. He's like, well, I had a lot of tools. That they're not gonna need because they're not in the same environment. Mm. Right. So, so like in Eminem's environment, imagine like growing up in an environment where pretty much everybody is anti you, like anti white boy. Oh, you're weak, you're scrawny, you're getting bullied, yeah. all of that. Like you kind of approach the world with like a fuck the world thing. Now, you take a little bit of of you you spice that up a little bit with with some satire and and intelligence. You create like a monster like Eminem. Right. But now his daughters don't need a fuck the world attitude because they were raised in a mansion. So it's like, well, now as a dad and I have a relationship with these girls, like, do I keep my fuck the world attitude or do I got to just kind of create something that that, everybody likes? And so now all he's kind of left with is, is, yeah, I'm thinking about retiring or I don't like the the current political climate. It's not no more man you know this that like the like the stuff that he he would used to point out because now it's like now it's like he's probably thinking about oh the 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 people that his daughters work with oh your dad's a misogynist your dad is an anti-feminist you know what i'm saying so he probably thinks about shit like that and is like yeah you know what i'm just gonna just fall back yeah Yeah. and when you see it even in uh 444 jay-z's kind of toned down not in a bad way I, I feel Jay-Z has aged better than Eminem yeah, musically. Yeah, definitely. But, but Jay-Z's always been more cool, too. though. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, no, honestly, no, it's he's true. been like, cooler. I wouldn't call Jay-Z like the better lyricist. No, no. But Jay-Z's always been the forefront of like coolness for, for everybody. Like it's True, but, but even in 444, but, but, he talks about being older Jay, and softer. Yeah, but, 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 but Jay is still throwing jabs, though. Yeah, that's like, true. like, see, Eminem well, is not throwing jabs not throwing at anybody. J- but see, em, like this, this is the difference between Jay and M. For example, Jay has always been the guy that, like, the drug dealers listen to, the hustlers, the mafioso wannabe guys listen to, the the sneakerheads can listen to. Because Jay was always like, okay, he's just being Jay. He's been a businessman. He's been a, you know, mafioso. He's been, a, you know, a hustler. Right. He's just working the business. This is what success looks he's, like this is for what, anybody. Booyah. So everybody's going to, that, that appeals to everybody. You know what I mean? So, like. It's okay for him to talk about what's going on in stages of his life, mm-hmm. you know, with little bits and pieces of what used to be. It's okay. So Jay knows he's 48 years old. Jay knows he has two kids. He's married to, like, one of the most successful singers in the world. Like, what what else can you talk about? It, and it's okay. You could talk about, you know, black business. You could talk about OJ. You could talk about that because we don't expect you to talk about the reasonable doubt shit no more. Cause you've never you you've always talked about your life in, in those in kind those of times. in those times you know what I mean yeah. you've always been cool you've always way it's been trendy right it's like well, this is what success looks right like this is what it looks like and this life. is how I feel about the success yeah. I got kids we've never Eminem has never been that way Eminem has never been like oh I'm rapping and I'm worried about what my kids are think 
He was talking about fuck his mom. You know what I mean? He was talking about fuck. <laughs> yeah, fuck that's true. Soci- yeah, it was fuck the system, <laughs> fuck society, fuck everybody. You know what I mean? It was it was all of that. You know, and it's it was good because he was yeah. it was creative. It was talent. It was true. You know what I'm saying? He stayed true to himself. So to see Eminem go from that and then and, and then three or four albums go flippy floppy. Mm-hmm. I want to be a lyricist, but I want to be politically correct. You know what I mean? Do I talk about my life now that I'm 40? And got grown daughters, and you know what I mean. Like, no, you just stay true to who you are. Jay's been staying true to who he is. That's true, right? But but see, that's the thing. Like like Jay, and and, and I think that's what like kind of shines out mm-hmm. is Jay. It has still stayed true to who he is, and I feel like there's a lot about Eminem that is mm-hmm. not being true to who he is. He's mm-hmm. being he's, he's being a lot more cautious. Like for instance, he's confused. Think right of, now. Just think about this. Think about this. One of one of Eminem's most used words is the word fag. Right. Do you think like the Eminem is willing to say that word in today's climate? No way. You know what I'm saying? Like the, he probably wants to really bad though. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> that, and that's what I'm I don't know. And but that's 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 exactly my point right there. I feel like babe, maybe in, in deep down in the back of his mind he would want to say something like that, but it's just like nah, the, and, like and, and it's, it's not worth the backlash so that I'm going like, to receive. Cuz back back yeah. in the like early 90s, late 90s mid 2000s like we only knew of one kind of fag you know with all due respect um so it was like you was a gay guy or gay girl or some shit like that right now he could the word the way he could twist the word fag now like with trannies and people not knowing what the fuck they want to be in the bathroom that's my that's my point now is like the greatest time for an (laughs) MMA like you could like there's so much to do with it you know what I'm saying they crucify him though right yeah Yeah. but who cares right you know what I mean? Yeah. Like who? People are still bad at shit. You know, it's people who will buy your shit just because. Uh, Charlemagne always says this, um, and I can't say it verbatim, but it's like people are gonna watch you just to see if you fail. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? People are buy the album. Yeah. If he talk fags and dykes and homos, people still still buy that right, shit. Right. It's like if Doctor Dre put some beats behind that, people will still buy it. Like Lavar Ball. Mm-hmm. He's very outspoken and right. all of that. Yeah. That's but what people still watch that people show. People still right? watch the show, right? And, and you know another thing too. Eminem is more, uh, like, comparable to, to, let's say, a comedian. In mm-hmm. the sense that mm-hmm. every time a comedian comes out with a stand-up every so often, they're always looking at, you know, okay, well, this is what's what's going on. Yeah. And I feel that if, if a guy like Chris Rock could switch it up and change his his uh not really change his style but just change the subject matter right. and and kind of obviously in a more mature you, you know, know Chris Rock got booed off stage um at a at a at a joint all right well he, then never he mind no. <laughs> he was, yeah he was he was uh, working on some new material that doesn't work <laughs> right yeah he was working on some new material and he I guess he uh he just kind of got like uh like potty mouth and people started booing him cuz they didn't like the content but they was explaining that Comedians go to like these small little joints yeah. to oh, test yeah. out new material yeah, exactly. mm-hmm. so, to see if it works or to not. see if it works or not. So like he, you know, people like get yeah, him that, up the stage at, at his stage and in, in he, stage, no he probably like don't that, get no right? fuck yeah. about that. And then Dave Chappelle, same thing. Mm-hmm. His, I feel like the best comedians right now, their standups have have uh, have aged with 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 them. You right. know, I feel that Eminem should take the same approach. Of course, you're gonna be. You could still be, kind of. You could still be. I wouldn't say PC. You can still be who you are, but be a, be polished. Exactly yeah, polished. Yeah. And I feel that that just like what I said about Jay Z, he's polished, and 
you know, he's older and he's not going to talk about big pimping no more. Right. But right. guess what? He's talking about why are you spending money in strip clubs when we got to be worrying about credit? You right. know what I'm saying? Right. That's so Jay Z. It's right. like a big pimping, but the older right. way. Now. Exactly. Big big yeah. pimping now. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Big 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 pimping. So I mean, I feel I feel that that's uh, where Eminem currently stands. So you think he just hasn't figured it out? I I think he had Eminem has figured it out. I just don't think he has the willingness to do that mm. because he knows the kind of backlash he'll receive. You know what I'm saying? And so I guess he's just at a point where it's not worth it. I, you, he might still want to make music, but it's like a watered down version mm. of, of what we're accustomed to. So since we're on the subject of rap, this is something that's been kind of plaguing my mind. And um, it's more philosophical. Like we're thinking about this a little bit more philosophically. Um, last week we talked about uh, like, like I was it. I don't know if it was last week or the week before, but we I I I brought up like sounding risking sounding like an old man to bring up like this culture of like these pill poppers and uh, like the drug use and like it coming from like such young people because like growing up like people that we were around they smoked weed and stuff like that maybe they drank a little bit but. I, at least where I was from, people that popped pills were always looked at as like junkies, like just straight junkies. But now it's a thing. I see it on, on Snapchat. I see it on Instagram. People with, you know, a Razapan, Xanax, like shit that's like going to destroy their brain. You know, it's like so essentially what I'm asking is what do you guys think the future holds? Like, what do you? What do you see, like music wise and just society wise? What do I see? Like coming? with with this with this thing, this becoming such an epidemic of all these young kids, you know, popping all these pills and like that sort of being a way of life and and wanting to live like zombies. Yeah, like comatose. Well, I think it all started, and I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go back before I go forward. Like these are the kids who. You know what I mean? Like when we were playing football and shit like that, and trying to find our ways out of this in a in a different light. Like we was doing music, playing video games. I mean, we still did our you know our hoodlum shit from time to time, but for the most part, we were trying to get out of this. I think these guys are the guys that were like, you know, the gang shit not making no money. You know, I'm gonna smoke weed. Weed ain't working. Let me try the syrup because it's cool. It's lean codeine because it's cool. And I think, like, these are the guys who, like, this is that generation of guys who didn't want to do shit, I guess. I don't know. I mean, I don't think all of these rappers actually do what they say they do. You know what I mean? You don't think so? No. I think a lot of like, them do that I shit. I think Future even said, like, I don't I do not do codeine. I rap about it, but I don't drink codeine. Like, he probably have drank codeine in his life. But he's kind of the older generation. Yeah, you know, I, I who, think a Future? lot of these young, yeah. like, like the little Yeah, but Future Birds still raps about the, that shit, though. Right. You know what I mean? And the young thugs, and the, I yeah. think they do but that like, shit. But, but pump, come on. Man. But look, check this out. <laughs> it's 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 like this. The Joe Buttons, the DMXs, the, uh, the Ja Rules. We can exclude 50 because on record, 50 has noted that he really doesn't do drugs. He might drink a little bit, but he doesn't do drugs. M&M's. These guys who we've all known to actually do drugs, they just didn't speak about it like that. You know what I mean? With the exception of Eminem, DMX didn't say he was doing cocaine. But if you talk to DMX now, he'll say, man, on them tours, I was doing coke. Yeah, I was doing it. It just didn't look like it because DMX was in his prime. Uh, who else did I name? Joe Buttons. He's admitted that like in his prime, he was doing 
different types of drugs other than weed. Um, all of these guys, they all do it. But, you know cu- but culturally, they knew that it was wrong. They, culturally, they, mm. they knew it was wrong. I don't think that these new guys think that it's okay. I just think they just it's more fun for them now. It's more like, for example, when we grew up, crack was a bad drug. Crack was a crack and cocaine and that kind of shit. That was shit you saw dope heads on the street doing. Right. So who would admit to doing that? Right. You know what I mean? But the cool drug now is lean. That's cool. You know what I'm mm, saying? Yeah. Skinny guy, skinny jean, dreadhead guys doing that. Yeah, it's the cool. Factor. It's the cool factor now. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because if, if now, because if we said codeine was the drug that the the dope heads on the street do. Nobody will be bragging about doing codeine. You know what I'm saying? Nobody will be bragging about popping pills. Right. Pills came from that rave scene. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Raving is cool. Mm-hmm. Clubbing is cool. Ecstasy, that shit cool. Molly cool. You know what I'm saying? But if we say Molly is the drug that makes you depressed and blow your fucking brains out and, you know what I'm saying, you don't want to get addicted to that, like we say about cocaine and LSD and all the other shit, People will say, "Oh no, I don't do Molly. I don't do that." Mm. So I, well, I think well, that's really, the thing. Even now, like the, the opioid epidemic is really—it's an epidemic and it's yeah, bad. But yeah. I think the fact that it's a the the hip thing is what makes people these guys talk about it like that. You know what I'm saying? In, in that in that fashion, they're gonna like they're gonna be burnouts eventually if they keep doing it. And you know if they oh, doing yeah. it like this, but I think since since it's hip and that's like what all the little young hip guys are talking about, it's cool. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because I I I feel like say if Lil Uzi Vert said, "Oh yeah, I sniff coke," motherfuckers be like, "Oh, he sniff." It'll be that motherfuckers probably be outraged. Like, what do you mean you sniff coke? Oh, he could do codeine and, and Molly, but he if he sniff right. coke, you know, it's a bad thing. Why? Because that's looked at as a bad drug. You know what I'm saying? That's looked at as one of those old people dope head drugs on right. the street. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I think you know it's it's just a fad, man. Everything's a fad. Yeah, but I mean, culturally, it's just where. At what point is it gonna end? Because like now, you have uh, the young, the young, and obviously you see it more in rap. Uh, how old is Lil Pump? Like sixteen years old? Yeah, yeah. like sixteen. He's 17, sixteen, yeah. and he's doing like heavy stuff. How, how old are, is he gonna get until he can't? You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like Lil Wayne, they've they've said that he has seizures because of the whole like the, the syrup, yeah, the lean, yeah, and you know, I'm sure he wasn't doing the type of drugs that. Or, or or at the volume that Lil Pump, uh, you know, is doing it on, like, and then and then you see these concerts and all these kids. Like, I remember when we went to MGK concert, like, we were out of their mind. Like, they didn't know what the hell was going on. They were all messed up and everything. I don't know. It, it's it, it's interesting because like these are these guys are gonna be parents at, at one Maybe. point. And uh, and what's gonna happen? Maybe. You see so what I'm saying? Probably like Lil Pump is gonna be somebody parent one day. At some point, yeah, you're gonna get old, you know. Especially how reckless, you know, like. Oh, he, he's gonna pop some bitches off. Is yeah, what that's what I'm saying. Like, you're gonna, so so, what are you gonna? You're gonna be a dad one day, and uh, but not all dads are responsible. You know, yeah, mm-hmm. but, you know what I mean. But and that's the thing. Like, what 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 does that breed for for the younger generation? Like, the generation after that. Yeah. Pretty soon we're just gonna hear. Uh, it's damn near that now. now yeah, it's damn it's, near that, that now. Yeah, it's one step close to that. Like, but I'm saying like without a beat. <laughs> so it's just like, <laughs> it's just like 15 tracks. <laughs> well, we, we have watched. We have like sat and watched rap get like less lyrical. You know what I mean? Oh, That's what yeah. I'm saying. We sat and watched that get less lyrical. Now, like, what the next generation might like might be different because, I mean, like. For us, 
did did rap get less lyrical and more commercial? Because think about this: prior to our heyday of rap, not us as rappers, but us as listeners, like prior to that, it was the you know Talib Kweli's, the Trap Call Quest. It was uh the Commons. It was the um you know it was it was those kind of guys rapping. Like so, from that to the Eminem's, the Ja Rules, the Fifty Cents. Did rap get less lyrical? And nah, like well, if you if you ask them, they'll say yeah. If you ask the guys that came before, yeah. Those but guys if, will if say you yeah. look at if you look at things like objectively speaking, like the generation that came before, let let's say that like 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 Pac mm-hmm. and 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 Big and Mob Deep and Nas like started like the the gener our generation right. they were like the 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 the, the, the inception of our generation right. of rap i think history will show that that is the greatest generation of rappers like I, and i do not disagree now what i'm saying is but if you go back and you like the like the rock hymns and, and the kooji raps. raps and the jam master jays and those guys if they if they were to say something about our what we call the greatest generation of rap, they would say, oh man, all them guys was about, all they was doing is signing deals and getting all this fucking money. They wasn't talking about nothing. I don't like, know about that because I, I know a lot of the old heads, they show respect to who? for the Nas. For yeah, the, for the those are the ones, the Nas's yeah. and maybe like the Pox, but I yeah. mean like the 50s and the Ja Rules. Oh yeah, yeah that's way past. The Nellies. Yeah. These are all the guys that came in our heyday. The oh, Nellies, yeah. the Ludacris's. Yeah, but, oh, you know well, not every, but see, not everybody's going to be regarded as a legend. But like, like if mm-hmm. you look at our generation, you look at our generation of rap mm-hmm. and you pull the best ones out. Like, right. So the Eminem's, the, the, the Jay-Z, the, the, 50 the, the, the Nas. Mm-hmm. Fifth, I I feel like success wise he was there, but I don't think like he'll be regarded in history as like one of the greatest gangster rappers ever. I regard him as that, like he's that to me. If, I mean, if we go to say NWA was gangster, I NWA was gangster. I rap. think like 50. hardcore rap fans would agree with you. I will say if, if we if yeah. we look right, at, well we're hardcore rap right. fans, but I, I I don't know. You think history will will, will show as Fifth one of the, as like one of the greatest? Because 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 think about this. No. So if we mention NWA, what are we going to say about NWA? Right. That they were gangster rappers, right? Right. I, I think at, history will regard them much higher than they will Fifty. Yes. Even though Fifty raps better, yeah, than three I, I, right. I agree. <laughs> yeah. I agree. Three, three, I agree right. with three, you, right. but Ice I think still his, <laughs> historically, because because I I feel like like Fifth had too many. Um, Fifth is in like my top bot, five botch botch projects. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. But um, but that's not you know I don't know. But but like objectively speaking, those some of those names that I just pulled out, mm-hmm. there's no way that you can say that they were bad. Bad as in what rapping. At anything because they that was the generation I feel like where where beats like production, evolved right, like right, production right. evolved along with like the, that skill set right, along right. with like a message behind the music so that was probably for the most part for the most part right, right for the most part and then it started like diminishing and then it's like you it had like like dance, Lil Wayne right. who Lil Wayne is good and you know he'll be regarded as a legend. But it was definitely like the, the beginning of, of the downslope, right? Right. You know what I'm saying. And then now, you know what I'm saying. But see, I, I, go ahead. But but what's crazy about right now is, it's not 
it's not even an argument that rappers now are putting up. Like the rappers now, they don't even care if they're not regarded as good rappers. No. Like, if you hear, like you listen to Lil Yachty or a Post Malone, right. they don't care that they're not like regarded as a good rapper. Or, yeah. or, or they don't even consider themselves rappers. They're they consider the themselves rock yeah, <laughs> artists or rock. I've heard Lil Uzi Vert say, I'm a rock star. Mm-hmm. Or I've heard Lil Yachty say, I'm a rock star. And, you know, all them motherfuckers talk like that. Like, they don't even consider themselves rappers. Now, that's a whole different debate in itself because mm. I feel like if you don't consider yourself rapper, get the fuck out of the genre, <laughs> go do an album with Coldplay and see how well they those fans consider what the fuck you do. You know what I mean? Oh, don't, fucking, don't come over yeah, here, they... don't come over here doing all that mumble <laughs> shit and saying yeah. you're not a rapper, but you but you get money off the off the culture. Yeah. If you ain't rapping, then go do something else. Go do an album with Taylor Swift since you're a rock star. You'll never see you'll it. You'll never see the fucking no, light no. of day. You know what I'm saying? So use the culture. That's, that's yeah, a whole different guys, that's, that's what they're doing. They're yeah, that's a whole different argument. But my my whole thing is like the argument, because I, I like what you're saying, but the argument to me is from one generation shift, because it was like hip hop was like uh, a, a, a neighborhood to neighborhood thing. You know what mm. I'm saying? You had the flashes, you had the Rakims, you had right. the you had those kind of Melly Males, all those the beginning of rap, right? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So like, it was cool. You had the DJ, the DJ ran the fucking the scene, and then we get a shift where we don't really. Unless you're making a mixtape, the DJ really don't matter. We got right. the best producers. You know, we're getting some lyrics from the Pox, the Bigs, the Jays. We're getting lyrics from them guys, the, the Nas. But at that point, that shift, rap became more commercial. Yeah. Now, it's an argument that commercializing rap is what destroyed it. Right. You know what I'm saying? So if th- that's my whole thing. is So, so if you go backwards, Jam Master Jays, the Flashes, the, the Rock Hymns, and say, man, and you know, these labels is what destroyed rap. Yeah, that's a good even point. Though we, even, yeah. though we, even though we do get the Jays and shit it's out of been, this. Yeah. Rap kind of went down in their eyes, right? Because it wasn't as authentic no more. Because now right. you got motherfuckers talking about shooting guns who never touched a gun in their life. And you it know sounded something? good. It sold records. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So now I'm saying from 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 that to our generation, the Fifty Cents and and Pox and Bigs and all of them. And then from this generation to the guys like, oh, I don't really give a fuck. Like we've seen the the height of commercialism. Now is it's back to everybody coming from these little indie labels. Nobody's rapping about none. Nobody cares. People ain't even calling themselves rappers. They don't want to freestyle. So I'm saying, is that really, is that a bad thing? Or is that like just another shift for something else? And you know what? You do bring up a good point because, and this is not me being biased. Mm-hmm. Uh, we we record, obviously, in, in your studio, The Jungle. Mm-hmm. And um, obviously, being in the environment and always recording music, I mean, we've seen Hurt Everybody. Mm-hmm. We've seen, you know, um, Yes, Yes. We've seen... Uh, you know, just countless rap. They could rap, right? Mm-hmm. So you, if I went to the studio and I came here and 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 um and uh saw like all the people that came in and out, I'd be like, damn, you know, hip hop, this popping right now. Mm. Right. And then you look at what <laughs> what's out in the radio, and they all sound the same. They're auto tuned, and it's all big label stuff. So there is there is like a, a divide. I, I feel like. It's more like you said. It's more commercialized. So now it's like, oh well, that this is hot. Just sounds stupid and just be on drugs and you know, uh, you know, popping pillies. Yeah, you're a rock star. Right. I will say like one of the things that I'm thankful for at the jungle is the clients that we get. No matter what genre of rap that they're doing, what I do notice, you know, whether it's the trap, whether it's the the drill or whatever it is, they're very genuine with it. If they're recording here at the jungle, right. I feel like the ones who aren't genuine with it. They get the vibe from the engineers that we have. Mm-hmm. 
that you know we don't care for it then so y'all just staring yeah. at them through the fucking glass and then, and then you know they weed themselves out but the ones that do do those styles like they're very genuine and they're you know maybe their rap skills aren't that great but they're really releasing their life and their pain right in See, their songs and that is one thing i will credit this generation for like because the 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 world climate is fucked up. The society is kind of fucked up. Not saying it wasn't fucked up for us, mm-hmm. but we just it just it was different. You know what I mean? So like like these guys are all drugged out. Like Chief Keith, that motherfucker's genuine. Now is he is he like a, a cold blooded nigga that assassinate bars? Nah, but that drill <laughs> shit. No, you know. Shout yeah. out to Chief Keith. But it's it's like or that drill Hunter. shit. Is that his shit though? That's like right. he's genuine. That's that's, that's everything just, he's yeah. talking about. I, I understand it because. That's the shit he been through. Right. You feel me? And then there's the copycats. The, right. That you know, like, yeah. You, right. You, you, and then they try and do the same yeah. stuff in real life. You know what I'm saying? Because they decide, sound good. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like Lil Uzi Vert. Cool. You don't rap. You think you're a rock star. The shit you're doing is it's not rap. You admit to that. You know what I'm saying? So cool. You're, genu- you're genuine to yourself. Now, is that good for the culture? Right. Because you know what I'm but saying? that's who? Huh? That's who? What, what Uzi Vert. Uzi Vert. You know okay. what I'm saying? Like, is that good for the culture as far as... Now, is everybody who looks up to you going to think that this is rap? You know what I'm saying? Because the rap is what's... You're under nice. the genre of rap. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? But, you, but you're but you saying as an artist, oh, I'm not a rapper. I'm a rock star. I don't freestyle. You know what I mean? Like, shit like that. Shit that made rap rap. Mm-hmm. Oh, you don't do none of this, but you're a rapper, but you, you get money off rap checks. That's what I don't like. Mm. That's what, you know, to me is what the problem is. These guys, I guess, even with the, with the drugs and the codeine and shit, they're kind of a lot more genuine to who they are. Unlike a Nelly or a Ja Rule who, you know, sold records and they sold records and they sold a lot of them. But like, maybe some of the shit they were saying was just, <laughs> maybe not all that genuine. You know what I mean? That's like, true. so that's, that's my only argument. Like these, I think these little guys are probably more genuine because of the climate of society right now. Like, how bad like- can it, you know what I'm saying? Like, what what can they say that we haven't seen already? For me though, part of it is is the the genuine part that 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 plays a role of it. Mm-hmm. But like, I want people to make good music. <laughs> I, I won't. Get, I, mean? I won't get music. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Like like being genuine. That's cool. Right. Like and 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 that's good. But right. like, if you're like, a, uh, what happened? To the music part. <laughs> right. Vic for example. Like if, if I'm Mensa Mensa like, like walked in the booth right now because right. like we're recording this mm-hmm. podcast at the jungle. If they like walked in for a session. They walked in and like he walked in there and he just blew his brains out. That's a genuine act, right? But like, is that good? Like, like no, okay, like no. you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> no, but like think about yeah. it, like like we want something like good, and, and that's what I'm saying. Like, is it like why are we in a climate where it's like too much to ask for somebody to be real and like make good <clears throat> music where it's mixed? Like the shit that's coming out now, it's not even mixed. It's like mm. or at least it don't so, sound mixed. So right now, what are you saying about J Cole's and the the, the Kendrick Lamar's and the I guess Drake's, uh, the Big Sean's who sonically do sound different from the mumble rap guys. What do you say about them? I mean, there's four or five albums in already. They're not even new guys no more. No, they're not new guys, but they're a different generation than what we come from. Yeah, but at least at least I I could be like, I don't mess with that. But I can't say that it's bad music. Like I can't say that I don't listen to a Drake song or to a Big Sean song. Right. I could tell you that I don't know one song from Lil Uzi Vert. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. I don't. Unless it's, like, on the radio. You know what I'm saying? Like, I could tell you, like, uh, what? Uh, the Rockstar song by Post Malone because it's on the radio. The Gucci Gang because it's on the radio. You know? And even then, 
really the only reason I know is because when well, you know when you Snapchat, it has that little like uh, emoji thing. Right. So that, that's really the only reason I know about Gucci Gang. So I could tell you that I don't listen to none of these new guys at all. Yeah, I'm not. I'm, I'm not a. I'm not a fan of all that new, um, new batch of rap or whatever they call it nowadays. But that Rockstar so- song is pretty catchy. It is. The beat is, is good. Catchy. Like I listen to it just to see what, what where every is. where every where everything is at. I listen yeah. to it. I like some of the production is pretty good. Yeah. Um. Or like lyrics, the bank account by uh, lyrically bank dude. account by Twenty One Savage. That's my shit. Yeah. Like nah, it's Twenty One Savage like a beast on the lyrics. Mm-hmm. Nah, but the shit he talking about like. 21 Savage yeah. about that life. You know what's interesting what? is like for me, so like whatever those songs, I don't know what you guys are talking right, about. Right, right. But at the same time, <laughs> you can listen to a bunch of Kendrick and J. Cole songs and I don't know what you're talking about either right. because I also don't vibe with their music. But then I heard like some of Kodak Black stuff and right. I'm like, oh, I kind of get why people like this, you know? And I can see myself, if I was in college during that time, I would probably vibe with that more than uh, the, J. Cole, the, the J. Cole stuff oh, because right. that stuff sounded more polished, I guess, mm. and what they were saying. Like, when I listen to the rapidy rappers now, I'm like, man, they're not really polished. Like, when I hear rappers who should be the rapidy rappers, they should be untouchable. Mm-hmm. That's what yeah. I feel like. Like, the Nazis, the Jay-Zs. But when I hear the rapidy rappers now, I'm like, I have a million clients that can sound like J. Cole that can get on their level right. and be better. Right. You know, or challenge him. On a good mm. day, some of my clients might be able might be able to hang with, you know, the Lupe's and the Nas on their bad days. Right. Right. That's just how good the clients at the jungle are. Thank you. Yeah. I think you're talking about that. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> but, so that's why like for me, like the last new rapper that I really liked was probably Lupe Fiasco. Okay. Lupe is the shit. And Lupe is the shit. After that, it's like, well, I know so many other people that can rap as good as mm-hmm. these other guys. It's just these other guys have the machine behind them. Right. Yeah. When I when I think of rap now, aside from like some some people here, um, and and some old old school uh, rappers or whatever. When when I when I when I what I think about when I when I when someone says rap, I don't really look at music anymore. I, I look at the battles. Okay. I mean like battle the battle rap industry because it's getting oh, it's getting huge okay and they're like compare like compare their lyricism to the music that are that are out yeah like the b dots and the, right yeah those guys those guys like like a like a disaster right. or uh they charlie like clips charlie clips like the, the way that they they put together awesome. their verses and their schemes is phenomenal right right yeah and it's, it's so it's so it's like way out it's like the the music that's out there today is way out of class when it when you compare it to Right, yeah, these guys actually put a lot of thought into these bars. Right. But I see what what the what the the trickiest behind that is. Those guys are always in competition. Mm-hmm. That's always going to bring out the best in you, right? Right, right? These new guys who rap on the radio, they don't, believe in they don't believe in competition. Right. Everybody's holding hands. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So, which it, it does kind of lead what you just said. It does. You know, I'm I'm not a, a conspiracy theorist, right. but I do have a <laughs> conspiracy theory about like rap right now. Let's hear it. <laughs> and and it does it does like lead me to think about the conspiracy theory. I feel like right now like the like the major labels and the shit that they're trying to push is like in a way sort of like an attempt to kind of like diminish society in a way cuz think about it. If you think about the mindset of like a battle rapper and those guys are not signed guys. Right. They're they're like independent right. guys or whatever. 
and like that 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 level of of bravado and 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 that thought process this is not a person that's going to be too okay with being controlled right. you know what i'm saying right. they're a person that if they were going if they had a good deal presented to them on the table they would consider it and then maybe accept if it was a good deal right but then if you look at like these these new guys and these mumble guys and then you hear or read about the contracts that they oh. accept they don't even read the contracts. They're like slave <laughs> yeah. contracts. Three sixties all the way around. We'll have to strap you on. They're, every they're slave Sunday. contracts. So, so I feel like the way that a major label looks at it is like, yes, this is trash. I'm sure. Like, I, I, I feel like there were like there was times that like the execs of major labels actually liked the music that their label was putting right. out. Now they probably don't even listen to that shit. They probably like look at the charts, how how well is the song doing? Right. But I I, I I I can't imagine anybody with like like any reason or logic like actually listening to some of this shit. But they figure, listen, we got this dude, this young kid in a slave ass contract. Right. All these dumb pill popping kids are gonna listen to it. And then that's our market because like the people that are like more enlightened or more like intellectual they're not even rocking with this anyway. Right. So we're not going to get them to buy or control or contribute to our cause. They're listening to battle raps or they're listening to underground artists. You know what I'm saying? And then that's kind of their way of like salvaging their own entity. Right. Because, because it was like on the verge. Because think about it. If like you're an intellectual person, you're, you're a rapper, like your, your, your mindset is always going. You're not on drugs or whatever. And then you look at like, that that fall that that the music industry had, mm-hmm. it's like, well, why would I be signed when like people are doing all this greatness and they're like independent? Right. Yeah. I'm gonna go the independent route. Was well, like, okay, well, what we gotta do is start pumping out this this craziness, so that becomes that becomes an avenue an avenue for these guys to come, and then these are the type of guys that are just gonna sign any kind of contract, right? Because they're not. Thinking of all this other stuff, they're just thinking about. They never knew rap. They never knew the business side of rap, anyways. They never right. knew, like, for example, you think a guy that's sixteen who parties, does pills, who probably flows in front of all his pill popping friends, and they think it's cool, and it probably don't be shit. You think he's thinking about what 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 are all the concepts and details of a three sixty deal? No, probably no, he's not. Probably not. He think he's thinking about publishing. Think he's thinking about owning his own masters. You think he's thinking about any of that? Oh, he's thinking about more money so he can get a couple hundred thousand dollars. You know what I'm saying? A couple cars and he could do more drugs, hang out with some stars if he want to. You know what I'm saying? Just be on the scene. Because that's what it was all about for them in the, in the first place. Hip-hop wasn't like that for us. It was like, we want to change the fucking world. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. These guys just like, let's party and let's be cool and let's do drugs. Yeah. And fuck bitches. You know well, what I'm saying? We even talked about uh, the Post Malone comment. Which was like, if you're looking for emotion, if you're looking for this, <laughs> said rap, you know, rap is not about that right that now. Killed my heart. That's what Post Malone yeah. said. Yeah, he said that. And, and like, he said rap is not about emotion. Yeah. yeah. He well, said, if, 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 what the if, fuck does he know? Is he even a rapper? <laughs> yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. Is are any of them really? He's rappers a hook man. Though, like he sings. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but that's the thing. That's what he. That's what he said. And he said, like, "Yeah, you know, you might just want to listen to Bob Dylan if you're in your feelings." That's what he said. Yeah. He said, like, "If you're looking for lyrics," and I was like, "Damn." And really, so it's a representation of what... Throw out the whole concept of rap. Yeah. Like, fuck it. You look That's... for lyrics and beats and all of this shit, listen to Bob Dylan, who's not even a rapper. Listen to him. But yeah. if you want to just pop pills and party, listen to me. Yeah. And I'll just say I'm a rapper. Yeah. yeah. Oh, sweet. That's fuck like so mean, Meanwhile, right. 
you know, we're not signed, you know, <laughs> Trey Style ain't signed, you know, like all the, but, but the thing is, is then you see the content. We're yeah. not controlled. Now I pose this question then given the fact that we're now on the subject that, you know, specifically rap music has kind of hit a downward spiral. Will there be a rap renaissance? Yeah. I would hope so. I would, I would say. Uh, so, yeah, yeah. That's the only way I could answer I, on is the that mainstream I that I, mainstream on the mainstream because obviously there could be you know there's still you i mean you're still you're still gonna have the no matter because like 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 you said kendrick and j cole i like them but i don't like i, I don't feel it how i did when i was younger right. it's like they're and like some of the stuff you know that why you, you don't feel out. it why because they're your competitors at this point mm, not not really yes no. really it's just the content is not something that i would relate to like for example if eminem was the same age as me and he was rapping I'd be able to vibe with that. Like, oh, damn, this is, uh, you know, I well, like that. Okay, what well, I'm okay. Not only your competitors; those are kind of like your peers. We all rap, right? Yeah. Okay, granted, they have a deal and they they make a zillion dollars, right? Mm-hmm. But you do. I don't think you see any reason to believe that they're doing anything you can't do. You know what I'm saying? So it's like maybe maybe you don't really rock with them that much. You think J Cole is like, yeah, Kendrick put out a new album. You know what I'm saying? I don't think J Cole is in the, doing that. He's probably like. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't think Big Sean is like, I'm waiting for the next J. Cole album. Because it's like, you're my peer. Yeah, I don't think Jay's waiting for the next fifth album. I don't think Eminem is waiting for the next J album. If it comes, in, I mean, they probably all cool with each other. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, in, in, in that sense, like, I don't want to see them fail or nothing like that. But I don't think these guys are, like, fanatics about each other. I don't think you should be a fanatic about anybody who... can Technically, if we're yeah, on the same I, playing I field, will be, yeah, be your peer. You know what I mean? But I, th- I feel like that's how they were back then. What do you mean? Like, during the golden age of rap. Mm-hmm. Like, they they wanted to hear their peers. Well, yeah, to compete with them. To mm-hmm. compete. And to be yeah. really good. You to know? compete with them. I mean, and they were wanting to check it out. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, Jay-Z's like a big Illmatic fan. Yeah. Right, right. right. You know okay. what I mean? Like, Nas is a big Ice Cube Tupac fan. Biggie's a big Jay-Z fan. Right, right. They were fans of the, each other's music. They also, it's you not, know, were, I guess not openly. Right, not right, openly. Right. Until you find out later. Um, so I don't know if that's really a thing. I think it's they're just not the the rappers now who might consider as peers. They're just not as good. Yeah. To us. To us. Yeah. Right. But that's the that's the reason why I say they're not that good to us because it's like nothing. I that, think they're just not as good. Yeah. yeah. That's what you I gotta think just it is. Admit it, man. They're just not as good. As who though? Who are we comparing them to? To to them's the Jay Z. They're yeah. never gonna be that good. But, but if it, right. but right, no that, nobody yeah. who raps. I don't think. Quote me on this one. Keep this audio. F- right this. <laughs> I don't think nobody from this point on will sound to us better than Pac, Nas, Biggie, J, Fifth, right. Eminem. I don't think it'll never really happen because Lupe came really close. I think it's I possible say. though. I do. And then you I get think the it's that po- he should have. Oh, yeah. I think it's possible because there's skill out there. Right. right. There, there, I agree. There's skill. It's just the for me the the minds there there you're not seeing the mindset mixed with the skill. Like for instance, right. I find I find Hobson to be very skilled, mm-hmm. a very yeah. skilled rapper. I think MGK is a skilled rapper, right. but they don't have the mindset of the guy Lupe is a, a phenomenally skilled rapper, right? But they don't have that that mindset of of the Jay Z's, 
and the M&Ms. Like, every, they're, 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 I feel like they're playing things a lot more safe. You know what I'm saying? Mm, okay. But right now, if Lupe, think about it. If Lupe, in all his skill and all his greatness, was like, you know what? I'm tired of this. I'm going to body Migos. I'm going to body Post Malone. <laughs> right. I'm going to body Lil Yachty. Right. And like, I'm going to dedicate a whole album to, to, to just bodying <laughs> motherfuckers. Like, it, it, it's over. Like, I'm to 50 Cent like, like the, the thing, DJ Mustard beats. <laughs> like, the thing, the thing, and, 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 but right. that's what I'm saying. With, and then maybe get a, 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 a beat from like, from, from like a, a, a young chap, right. like something like Cool and Hip or something, or DJ Mustard, like right. something like with a contemporary sound, but, but with a mindset of, of, with that old mindset. So, like, I'm going to give you the contemporary sound to like grab the attention. But now I'm gonna show all of you what all of them should have been doing. Right. Mm-hmm. It's like Cruz said um, uh, previously. That'll be a viral rapper. Like everybody would be talking about that. Like damn, yeah. And, and sure, some people are gonna be like, "Oh, he's a hater. Right. He's a hater." But you know Fuck how him. many people are gonna like just be like, "Yeah, dude." At some point, you gotta respond. Like, like because Migos, they they're not gonna respond. They they don't. They wouldn't even know how to respond. No. They except, wouldn't even except with up. a gun some, like that. Yeah. And then and then something so impactful would motivate other people. It may not motivate the Jay-Zs and the Eminems because they're kind of like over the hill. Right. But it'll motivate so many other people. It might motivate uh it might motivate a, a, a Kendrick to to take that um what what was that verse where he got at every control verse? The control verse and like do like expand upon it and like actually get down and dirty. But see, but I felt like I to me I think Kendrick is like Dope as shit, you know what I mean. Like, as an artist, you know what I mean. As an MC, I feel like Kendrick, he's pretty like unique in a way. Like, if you ask me who's the greatest rapper in this generation, I would say Kendrick Lamar. And you know what I mean. And I'm and I'm not comparing him to nobody that we consider the greats. So like in his generation, yes, I think K Dot is dope. I think, I think you know J Cole is dope. And I don't think we should take anything from them because they're not as great as like the Biggies and the Pox and that because it's a different it's a different climate. So I don't think they have to be like what Biggies and Pox was. I don't think they have to be what Right, because there's so there's so much there's so much filler, there's so much garbage. But if if like they began to start weeding out a lot of that garbage and like brought back that competitive spirit, I think that that could spawn like what you how you also, phrase it earlier. like say say J Cole and and Big Sean and and K Dot all was like fuck it we need to compete we need to show motherfuckers what rap about and they all started doing it and like and, and then, like and for like, real like and, and 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 disregard like all these these goofies <laughs> right and like you know every so often throwing a jab about them and, right. and, and stuff like that like the whole side like if we look at like rap culture right now as a coin okay. like the 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 heads and the tail side. And and picture the the mumble rappers and all like everything that's kind of like wrong with rap right now as the tails and the heads is everything that's, that's like what, right. still good about it, and like pretty much them disregarding the tail side and like it, it become one of those things that like every time the, that coin gets flipped it, it's landing on heads because because even to the point where even the fans are kind of like man you know what like this Migo shit it is kind of whack yeah mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying right because. A lot of it, a lot of it is just the amount. It, it's like people do it based on like what what other people say. Like, public oh, Migos pressure. is popping. It's yeah, Migos pressure. is popping. Yeah. But like, if 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 like there was a club song like like Fifth did like because because Fifth 
that is one thing that like Fifth was like legendary at making like quality club songs. Right. Like it's right. a, it's still a club song, but it's a good song still. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Now club music is garbage. Right. But that's what I'm saying. Like every avenue that these guys like try to take advantage of, like pretty much block them off because you're doing it like that much better. Right. You know what I'm saying? And at the same time, like knocking it. I think I think there could be so like you, a you rap renaissance. I mean, think, I'm not saying like so I foresee that happening. So but if, if you if don't think, yeah, you if, don't think in today's climate, it's like everybody's just okay that we all making money, we all own, we all everything good, everybody doing what they want to do. So let's just d- dismiss the fact that the culture itself is going downhill. Like if I'm K Dot, I'm like I don't really give a fuck because look, I'm still K Dot. I'm still regarded as number one right now. You should give a fuck though. Uh, should he? I mean, like, should he be as mm. as vocal I about? Would. Should he be as vocal about the current climate? I would. Or if, should if he be were... more? Or should he be more focused on making his next album oh, better than the last album? album. But but because he be already honest. know he's gonna he's gonna do well. What? Should J Cole be focused on that? Because he already knows he's gonna do well. well should Sean be focused on I, that? I see where you're coming uh-huh. from. I don't think it'll start with an established artist. Mm-hmm. You know what I think it'll start with? Remember when Fifth came out with when he first came out with How, How to Rob? Rob? Uh-huh. I think that's what it it have to be somebody new and fresh that's doing it and now the like the good rappers that are established are like have to pay oh, attention. Oh shit. Yeah. It could like, like kind of like a dark night like somebody that kind of comes in and like changes everything and now everybody kind of has to adapt to it because now if, everything if, is different now, now. But if only one person is doing it but I the, mean the majority the majority it has to be impactful but impactful. wouldn't that mean that unless cuz cuz <laughs> what happens is how about this? Now, quick, a quick uh, thing. I don't know if you heard the Joiner Lucas dissing Lil Pump. I heard it. See, that could have been something. It hit complex. Well, Hobson did that it too. Was, it was that, but it didn't, it didn't hit. Like, Joiner Lucas, I didn't know until, but, but until that's that Make Joy- America. But it was a time where Hobson was like, had, he was trending. But, yeah. right. but it never, he never, like, I feel like Joiner Lucas in these few little weeks, right. as of late, between the I'm Not Racist and, and that Lil Pump uh, remix, mm-hmm. I, I feel like he's bigger now than like Hobson ever has been. Yeah. In okay. this little okay. moment. And guess what? He apologized. He, he was apo- like, he, 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 he apologized for the little pump thing. He, he yeah. said he wasn't dissing him when clearly you were dissing him. Just own up to it. You don't fuck with it. And that's, that's, what, that's what I wouldn't do. Exactly. Yeah. And that's my point. Like so, like let's say somebody like that with a hot song right now. That's like it makes it's making people think. And now you're taking advantage of like of like this this popular beat. But like you're rapping to it, and you're bodying, dude, and you're bodying like the things that he represents. Now what's the next move? And now and now you like you you stand with it, and now maybe next is like you know what Lupe calls him or what's that like man I'm with that shit, let's do a song together. And right. now like you got two motherfuckers that are like on some on some like red red man and method man, but right. like you know what I'm saying. Right. Now it's like oh shit, everybody like, everybody pussy though bro that, but that's that's what's wrong that's the problem <laughs> like you know what I'm saying and it's about the money now I think one of the things too when we look at it musically the commercial music and rap during the 90s the beep during what we call you know the greatest time right the BPMs were 80 to 100 right right when you're rapping at 80 to 100 it's easier to be more poetic with your words okay because you don't have to slow down or you don't have to double time right it's more like normal speech contemporary production now it's slowed down yeah. to where you have to rap really slow or, or you have to double time or you have to put a melody behind it to make your syllables interesting right and so i think right now rapidly rappers it's hard for them 
I want to say it would take them more effort to figure out how to rap over contemporary right the metro booming beats and the, yeah, yeah to rap over the that's metro a, that's a beats. very interesting and point because though. it takes that much it takes and that amount of time they don't want to do it right and i think that's where in terms of competition or you know when you call them out that they're scared to try and do it i think that's it because they know this is going to be hard yeah and i think that's that's why i'm like i wish they would take that extra step farther you know for our rappers back then they were the transition was oh it sounds more r&b now but the bpms were still the same right so their delivery could stay the same it was just the emotion and stuff would be different but you're still going to get the storytelling you're still going to get the imagery and so now i feel like that's what is really hard for those type of rappers and i don't i haven't heard a rapper with you know that type of rap skill to go over the metro booming type stuff we could do it and like the last like the last time that I heard of like something where it's still kind of poetic, but it had contemporary contemporary production was like a Young Jeezy or a Ti. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, that's because that's where this shit come from. That what they what exactly. they come from. right. You know what I mean? They knew how to get on the fun button B and all of them knew right. how to flow over those style of beats and the rapidy rappers now. I don't think they know. Or maybe they just never studied the Southern rappers to understand how to flow over right, these BPMs. Beat. And right. it's crazy you say that because we've, like, when we have gotten on those type of beats, we definitely, that is We bring one our thing, own yeah. thing to it, though. But we do have, like, a real Southern take to it. Like, when, like, T, like a T.I. or Young Jeezy, that's kind of, like, the approach we do take. Like, when we think did about No Flex, it. remember that? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it's, well, you could still be lyrical. It's a little harder, right. I will admit, because it's, like, this is I want to go faster, but it's like you just have to think a little bit more right. and kind of slow down. And uh, I hate this word, but have like a more like swag to it. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like <laughs> like a like a style to it that where people are like, damn, you know, this is catchy. Right. But he's still saying something he's real. Still spin some dope shit. Damn, that's actually really. That I never even that's thought good of insight, that. Man, that was good. That was. <laughs> well, I mean, that's I mean, that's why he's the chief engineer of, <laughs> of the jungle. Yep. Uh, so yeah that's our uh, episode for today if you guys are ever in Chicago or you're in Chicago now and you're an artist or a singer stop by the jungle at 345 North Loomis on the 5th floor meet Cruz tell him we sent you (laughs) tell him Blanco sent you Uh, if you ever need a video holla at Attila Uh, this is a great place to record a lot of good music comes out of this place. Uh, as far as us, go visit us at uh, hangingwithapes.com, at audioapes.com, audioapesmusic.com. Follow us on Twitter at hangingwithapes. Follow us on Twitter at audioapes. Audioapes is the music. Hanging with Apes is the podcast. We have a video coming out. We have a documentary coming out. We have a song coming out. Support. Thank you for growing the show. Thank you for listening. And like always, if we talk about something on the show that you think somebody will be interested in, text them the episode. Share the link nice. with them. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Make, do uh, do them that solid. It's free. I mean, like you got nothing to lose. And a quick uh, shout out to your podcast. What's uh, the name again? Yes, because, you know, 
I don't want to be like DC and just completely interrupt the outro. <laughs> like, so if you want to hear how sandwich. we did that in my podcast, go ahead and look it up on YouTube, J-Tapes Audio uh, Podcast. This, this, and- <laughs> this is the start of what we got. This is this audio track. podcast sneak dissing while we're in the room right. with each other looking face to face. But um, Instagram, Jungle AE. Twitter, Jungle AE. Facebook, Jungle AE. Yeah, website jungleae.com, and so just search that on YouTube, hashtag JTapes. You'll find it. Cool, cool, cool. Thank you. See you guys next week. Peace. 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 Bye.